Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Gene Ginsberg here, and welcome to another episode of Listen by Gene Ginsberg. Very excited today. We have a guest on the show. We have a lot of guests, but today, special guest who actually met through the Inc. No, not the Inc. 5000, the Fast 50, the Denver Fast, mm-hmm. Denver Journal Fast 50, Brian Watson. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. This is, um, you know, we, we connected before and we chatted for a little bit. Um, and uh, we first worked in the technology space and we helped with a lot of technology clients. So I was super uh, jazzed to like learn about your company and then also have you on the podcast. So first question I always ask my uh, guests to kind of put things into context is tell us about your background. Sure. So my name is Brian Watson. Born in Denver, grew up in Grand Junction, now live all over the Western Slope of Colorado. I've always been to have a software company called Proximity uh, that does uh, automates kind of space automation. So we've really started in co-working spaces and now working with a lot of large enterprise clients and headquarters as everyone's kind of trying to figure out return to work and the hybrid work model and all of that stuff. And so that's what we're working on today. Awesome. So tell us how you got started in the co-working space. Yeah. So uh, we really got started in the co-working space uh, industry when I moved back to Grand Junction. So I did what a lot of people do. I grew up there. I left after high school and then moved back to town. And um, when I moved back, there was several friends that were entrepreneurs that were moving back into town. And um, we were trying to figure out if there were any other crazy entrepreneurs uh, like us. And, um, and so we just started doing tons of events. We did three events a month, every month for two years straight and found 1500 entrepreneurs in Grand Junction that no one knew existed. Um, and so with that, we were like, where do we put all these people? And so we started a co-working space. Uh, we were all running our own kind of, uh, other companies at the same time. So we needed to automate as much as possible, which is where we started building out kind of a software solution, which is where we're at today. Very cool. So tell us about the company today. So the company today is called Proximity and Proximity is a uh, software management company for co-working spaces, flexible offices, as well as uh, teams and headquarters that are trying to figure out, again, hybrid work um, and return to office. And so we help automate billing, door access, conference room booking, um, and much more events that take place in the space and stuff like that. And Really, the goal is, you know, set up the rules, set up parameters of how you want people to be able to access the space, price points and all that stuff, push play, and then uh, let everything run smoothly. And you're also doing the same thing for now for your set of co-working spaces, right? So you're basically taking yeah. the software and creating new co-working spaces or, or I guess buying or purchasing old co-working spaces that have been um, let uh, shut down during COVID. Yeah. So uh, during COVID, my my wife and I were working, we live in Telluride and she got a job up here. She runs the Telluride Venture Network and we were working out of the co-working space up in Telluride. It unfortunately closed during COVID. So 
her and I opened another space up here. And then um, a couple months ago, our software company is growing really big. We started in co-working spaces, but now we really just have a software company. And so the software company wants to continue focusing on the further growth and development of the software company. So her and I purchased uh, the original three spaces from Proximity. And so now we're running uh, as a kind of a side business, a co-working brand called Altspace uh, that runs throughout Western Colorado. And we're using our software and, and automating all these co-working spaces and really see them as kind of a, uh, a tool that we can leverage to kind of help support and elevate the entrepreneurial community out here in uh, Western Colorado. That's fantastic. So looks like you're looking to expand right beyond just, of course, what you guys are doing in Western Colorado, right? Uh, buying, uh, buying up more co-working spaces or creating co-working spaces? Yeah, so we're doing um, some on the on the Western Slope. Uh, we're, we've got one in Telluride, Ridgeway, Montrose, two in Grand Junction, um, and are, are streamlining those processes now. So there's definitely opportunity to be adding more spaces in the future. Um, I think it's, it's good to be adding more kind of entrepreneurials from different clusters uh, in the area and, and uh, bringing them all together. So we're doing that. Um, and then obviously on the software side, continuing to expand a lot uh, with proximity. And um, again, not just working with co-working spaces now, but really doing a lot of expansion um, with larger companies as big uh, companies and headquarters are trying to figure out how to get the people back to the office. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Which kind of leads me to my next question, um, the changes that you've seen with COVID, mm -hmm. right? I mean, one of the things you mentioned was the co-working space in Telluride you were working out of shut down. And of course, as we all know, so many companies, well, most companies now are working, at least now working remotely and potentially could be staying that way for the, for the future, potentially uh -huh. forever, right? Some yep. companies are not going back at all. Um, and some companies are doing a hybrid model. So tell us about how you're currently working with organizations and helping them with the hybrid model. Yeah. So, you know, I think when we first uh, started going back to the office or, or post COVID, I would say, um, you know, the question was like, are you going to continue to be remote or are you going back to the office? And a lot of people were, were approaching this conversation as if it was binary. <laughs> you're going to go back to the office like you did before COVID or you are going to stay remote. And I think what we're seeing now is it's a non-binary conversation. Uh, most people are somewhere in the middle. So they're going to be hybrid. So team members can work from home three or four days a week. They're going to come into the office, which means... Uh, a, your management styles need to change, right? I think some of the people that have the biggest angst about uh, this hybrid or remote work is, is it's all about managing people and feeling like you know who's working on what and where they're working and all that stuff. And so um, we've taken, you know, we've been working with co-working spaces on flexible space for several years now and have a lot of background information and knowledge on how to run these locations. And so we're taking all the knowledge that we've gained over the last several years and helping companies uh, with that information uh, apply better management styles, uh, utilizing technology. So being able to hook up the whole building and they can have deeper insights. So we have like visual floor plans. So a lot of companies are asking about how do we hotel our, our desks or maybe uh, we've talked to a lot of companies who've continued to expand during COVID and now uh, on the other side of COVID, they've got too many employees for the office that they have. And so 
they're, they're doing cohorts. And so maybe like half of their team comes in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the other half of their team only comes in on Tuesday, Thursday or whatever. We can help them set different rules, let people come in, schedule what desks they're sitting at. A lot of people maybe are working from home, but they're doing all of their team in-person kind of strategy planning sessions um, in conference rooms in the office and stuff like that. Um, our software allows you to, you know, whoever this is the manager can go in, log in, see which conference rooms are available, what times they're available, book them, add all their colleagues to it. Everyone gets an email to say, we're meeting on Tuesday at XYZ office. Here's the internet that's going to be spun up for you. Here's door access, all of that stuff. So it's really just allowing these companies uh, and giving them tools and software to help them manage where their people are working and, and have better um, visualization of how their buildings are being used too. I think that that's another thing that we're seeing is as, as work is changing for people or as people are starting to think about how they're utilizing the office a little bit differently, it's nice to be able to see which areas of the office are getting utilized. Are there any areas of the office that's not getting utilized that you want to change? Maybe you need to put more desks in an area. Maybe you need to take a big conference room and split it up into two or three smaller conference rooms to let smaller teams work together. And so um, we, we can help with all of that stuff. Awesome. And what, what do you think now that we're talking about how things have changed during COVID, what do you yeah. think is the future? Like, where do you think this is all going? And, you know, as it of course relates specifically to your software, but also just like the future of work, like, where do you think yeah. we're moving to? I think this is a really exciting time um, to be an entrepreneur. And I think it's a, a really great time you know, to be in industries like you and I are in, um, you know, everything's democratized now. So people have more freedom than ever, uh, as long as they're, they're, they're choosing the right careers, they're working in, in companies that allow this type of thing. And so I think that there is a lot of agency uh, that people have been provided to be able to live where they want, work where they want, work how they want. Um, and leveraging technology that allows us to do that efficiently is awesome. Um, so kind of where I see the future of work going, I see a lot more people doing this. Uh, we're talking to a lot of organizations that are, again, non-binary somewhere in the middle. Maybe they're, they're moving and maybe they do an annual or a biannual team, big hoopla meeting, get together and do all of their planning. And then they can work uh, more wherever they want to for the rest of the year or whatever. And so I see a lot more of that taking place. Um, we also see a lot of companies taking advantage of distributed work by, um, you know, uh, historically, maybe you had your big headquarters in Denver and all of your employees, you had to hire just in Denver. Now we're starting to see companies go to more of like a spoken hub model where you can hire maybe if you have like top developer talent in Denver, where there's a lot of density of developers, you can hire them there. But if you want to outsource different departments, like your customer support or your sales team or your marketing team in different parts of the country or lower cost areas. Uh, you can do that. Um, and so there's, there's just a lot more flexibility. Um, I think one thing that we've seen is a lot of people got this weird place in their profit and loss statements when they're reviewing their business during COVID. And they're like, wow, we spent a lot of money on our offices or we spent a lot of money in these areas that we didn't utilize at all during COVID. And now as business owners, we have the opportunity to say, do we want to continue to use uh, those resources for those things? Or 
do we want to re-examine how we're doing business and, and change it to be more efficient moving forward? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. And, you know, from both sides of the coin, right, the employee side, right, where you're like, you know, I'm, I can work wherever I want, or at least like uh, have the opportunity to do that, whether that's uh, being remote permanently or, you know, being remote once uh, having to come into the office. But like, you know, if you're remote, if you're remote permanently, you can create a life that you want, right? And live wherever you want, wherever that yep. is for you. But then also on the employer side, right? Finding talent that is not necessarily in one specific geolocation, right? For the longest time, employers were just boxed into like, okay, I my headquarters in Denver, so I have to find talent in Denver, right? And now you can find talent anywhere. And, you know, and, and a benefit to that is, of course, cost, right? So you can find talent in different places. It doesn't have to be San Francisco, where it's just, you know, has yeah. very high cost talent, but also like yep. talent that you might not be able to find easily in Denver or in San Francisco. And you could find it in Thailand, you know, maybe yeah, very specific exactly. people who have very specific um, uh, skill sets, you know, so you could find them anywhere now. Totally. And, you know, there's a lot of externalities, you know, sometimes you, you want to hire this person and, Maybe they have a family member that's sick or whatever, right. you know, and it's like, I would love to take this job, but I can't, I got to go do this other priority. Right. And now you can say no problem, like work from there and, and we can make it work. Right. And so I just think it's really cool. You know, I, earlier we were talking about, I grew up on the Western slope. We started these kind of co-working spaces on the Western slope. And what's been really interesting there is you know, we, we just took them over. We're only a couple months into it, but we're starting to get phone calls from people that are in Denver, that are managers in Denver, that they're saying, we're hiring a bunch of people on the Western Slope. You know, do you guys have locations? We need a little office that they can work out of, or we need fast broadband internet. They don't have it at their house. No problem. We have it there. We've got locations all over the Western Slope. They can work wherever they want. How many desks do you want? You know, how many people are you hiring? And so, it's just creating so much more flexibility right. for people, you know, and even some of the conversations that we're having with some of these companies that are hiring over on the Western Slope, they don't want to commit to a long-term lease in an office because they don't know how many employees they're going to end up with. So right. they don't know if they're going to have 10 people in Grand Junction or Montrose or a hundred people, you know? And so with kind of this new flexible office stuff you can you can rent everything month to month and you can just scale up as you go you don't have to make this big long-term commitment with uncertainty of where you're going to be at and then you're stuck so a, a lot more fluid and dynamic decision making uh, capabilities yeah absolutely um great and so uh, last question i always like to ask my guests which is kind of an open-ended question now we talked about the future of work but what do you also predict for the industry? And that could be specifically your industry, which we kind of talked about, but also could be self-driving cars, terraforming Mars, um, virtual reality or AI, whatever is top of mind for you. Uh, and of course, we could also talk about, you know, the future of work as well and, and get a little bit deeper into that. So whatever you, you think is, is, you know, top of mind for you. <laughs> uh, you know, I think more, more of the same is, you know, I think what we saw during COVID was, uh, an acceleration of where things were going. We've seen an acceleration in all sorts of industries, education, you're seeing uh, acceleration in, in companies popping up like Guild Education and stuff like that, you know, uh, distributed workforces. I think we're gonna see a lot more of that. And so if you look at where 
kind of the office and real estate uh, places going, companies like us apply IoT, Internet of Things capabilities and technology into all of these buildings, um, which is going to allow for, for companies to kind of work all over. You know, the biggest uh, office provider to the Fortune 100 was WeWork because they had right. offices all over. And but WeWork's only in tier one cities, right? And so as uh, organizations like ours are able to apply uh, those same capabilities all over, it doesn't matter. Companies might have uh, headquarters at a WeWork office in San Francisco, but then you might have people that are working in Bozeman, Montana or Grand Junction, Colorado or anywhere in between, right? And so um, it's really going to allow people to live, work, play wherever they want at a, at a high capacity. And I think that there's going to be a lot of advantages to that. Absolutely. Yeah. And not only that, but also just, you know, one month you want to spend in Huntsville, Alabama, one month you want to spend in San Francisco, yeah. one month you want to spend in Seattle, right? Like yeah. having that opportunity to be the digital nomad, right? Um, and and using yeah. the software that, that kind of ties everything together for any space that uses that software, you know, you can, you could be there, right? So it's... Um, having the opportunity to travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big time. Well, it's interesting. You and I started the podcast off before just talking about kind of travel plans. And, you know, we've both been all over the place and even even not big trips. You know, my wife and I worked out of Montrose, which is an hour away. Uh, yesterday, we'll be in Grand Junction tomorrow, which is two and a half hours away. We just drive, pop in, work all day. Yeah. Great internet, great conference rooms. You know, it doesn't really matter where we're at because we've got kind of that same same capacity regardless of where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that. Awesome. Well, this has been fantastic. Thanks so much. Last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? So if you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at brian at proximity.space um, or you can, you can visit our website at proximity.space to learn more about how we can either help manage your co-working space or your flexible office or headquarters uh, moving forward. Yeah, awesome. Thanks so much for being here. This is great. Uh, really appreciate it. Of course, best of luck with everything. Yeah, thank you, Gene. You're awesome and uh, appreciate everything you've done.